did I just see a ghost? Ah, ah, ah. You know the blue people with the uh, tails? Hey, good game, shooter. We transitioned from eh to ooh. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello! From the studio in NYCHA, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Down. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt, and this is off-season episode two with Brad Smith. A couple of big WVU basketball news stories this week. Sean McNeil in the transfer portal will not spend his final season of eligibility in Morgantown. So we'll have plenty of time in the offseason to wish Sean well in his future endeavors. Bob Huggins, as first reported by Shams, is going to be inducted in the Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2022. And we have plenty of time in the offseason to give Bob Huggins his flowers. I think that's what the kids say. Give him his just due. Congratulations to Coach Huggins. But it's the offseason, and you know if you've listened to this podcast – there's less of me talking in the offseason, more of other people talking. And so my first guest this offseason is Brad Smith. He writes for and is the owner of the Voice of Morgantown website, the Voice of Motown. Are you on the Facebook? If you're on the Facebook, you have most likely read a story written by Brad Smith. He joins me. On the podcast, here's my interview with Brad Smith. Hey, college basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Just that simple. If they win, you win. If the sports book isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the College Hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot at a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Join a pool, answer questions like who will make it to the next round and who will hit the most three-pointers, then track your results. Here's what you got to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 years or older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Brad Smith, thank you for joining me on Unreasonable Down, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Josh, I'm thrilled to be here, man. Um, I don't know if I got the great introduction, though. Did uh, When I listened to your show and Mike Kazaz was on, you gave him a great uh, introduction. What did you say about me before I came on? Um, what did I say? Oh, I just – I haven't done anything yet. I, I recorded that before. Um, so it'll probably be – I mean, we can do that now. Like, you know, Brad Smith is the uh, runs the Voice of Morgantown website, and he covers WVU sports. And here's my interview with Brad Smith. There's going to be a version of that, just kind of right to the point. All right. I'll, I'll take How's that. How's that sound? 
Sounds okay. good. Not as, not as good as Kazazas. Not as good as Kazazas, but I'll take it. Uh, it's not a contest. I feel like you think it is. Um, it, 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 it's absolutely, good. it's absolutely a contest. It okay. Is. Yeah. Uh, so let me start with a uh, question that's not about a contest. You, you cover WVU sports. Tell me, Brad, how you got into that. Um, what what got you into covering WVU sports and and blogging and writing about WVU sports? Yeah. So um, I'm a lifelong fan of the Mountaineers. Um, I grew up. Uh, watching Mountaineers, I, you know, lived and died with, uh, you know, wins and losses with West Virginia. And I kind of grew tired of seeing the same safe, boring, safe uh, coverage of West Virginia sports. And, you know, I, I felt like I could do a better job than these people, than the media members do uh, doing their job. And, and so I tried it and people really took to it. And um, I have a, you know, I grew up, a, a, major audience and um you know that's that was how i got started i want i wanted to see west virginia be a powerhouse i want the mountaineers to be a juggernaut i want national championships uh, and i think the media plays a big role in making that happen by holding the coaches players administrators shane lyons accountable and i don't think anybody in the west virginia media does that at all right now Okay, and we'll we'll talk about more about uh, how other people cover cover WBU sports in a little bit. Um, but my next question is about NIL, and that's kind of in this vein of of programs that are successful. The culture is changing. NIL is kind of wild, wild west right now. Um, West Virginia is trying to adapt to that. I know you've done a little bit of NIL stuff with current and and former basketball and football players from WBU. Brad, give me your thoughts on your experience with NIL and just your overall thoughts on NIL in relation to WVU sports. Yeah, I think I was probably the first person that, you know, really reached out to student athletes at West Virginia and really tried to, you know, help student athletes with this NIL stuff because I think uh, West Virginia needs more help than just about anyone with this because we have so few businesses that have really stepped up. You know, Toothman Ford has really stepped up the car dealership. Um, but very few businesses, you know, relative to other schools um, that have stepped up and helped uh, West Virginia student athletes. And so I reached out and I, I had several deals with several uh, student athletes at the beginning. And unfortunately, uh, competitors of mine, um, uh, people that dislike my website because uh, for whatever reason, uh, told the players, you know, don't don't work with Brad Smith. Don't work with Voice of Motown because he's shady. He doesn't um, he doesn't he's going to cheat you out of money or whatever. Even though I paid players in upfront <laughs> to do the stuff, um, you know, they convinced um, players not to work with me. And so several players backed out of the deals with me and, and lost money because people were lying about my website and about me. So it was, you know, that that's kind of my experience. And so eventually, I just had to gave up on trying to be honest because so many uh I, the last one that i did was with Polly polycap and uh he he posted something an advertisement for my website and um he said in five in five minutes he had countless uh messages saying that this was a dangerous thing to do and to don't do it so um you know i kind of just stopped trying yeah well and this country roads trust they they're going to have a a podcast uh feature and i know other podcasters i've talked to has been like well that that throws getting wvu players 
on our podcast out the window because they've got this kind of straight line into this country roads trust thing. So I think we're all going to feel that as far as uh, the university choosing who they want to deal with, with this stuff. Um, and I don't think it's just going to be you, Brad, that's going to deal with those consequences. Yeah. I, I really like what country roads trust is doing. I, 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 I wouldn't have chosen uh, Dale Wolfley to be <laughs> the person who does the podcast, but um, I, I like I like the concept of it. I think that it's it's a great thing for uh, student athletes at West Virginia. We'll, we'll see sure. how it plays out, though. Yeah, absolutely. It's we're early in the game, and um, to have something with the people backing that, I think it's a good idea as well. Um, but let's get back to journalism. It, uh, you've done this for a while. Is there someone in sports journalism, people that cover sports, that you look at as this is how I want to do it or somebody who you think currently that's doing it right in, in sports journalism? Um, to be honest with you, I what I think is is important for journalism, and I don't know if I'm going to focus on one specific person, but what I think is important is that you ask what the people want to hear, that you um, give the people, the, the, the fans, uh, what they want. And I think a lot of times, especially in West Virginia media, um, they, it's basically a lot of regurgitated stuff that, that they hear from coaches. Um, pretty much every, all my competitors pretty much write the same stuff. It's all, you know, what they hear in press conferences. And um, that's kind of like why every Bob Huggins uh, press conference is exactly the same. Um, they ask the exact same questions. So to me, I would say, I, honestly, I think it needs to be uh, stuff that the people want to hear. And I don't think we get a lot of that in West Virginia. Okay. Um, do you think um, anybody besides you and the folks that uh, that you work with do a good job covering w- WVU sports, or is it a blanket statement? They're they're <laughs> no. goofing it up. I've got the I've got the way to do it. I, well, I like I like some of the young guys. Um, I think uh, Duncan Slade. Um, I've I've reached out to him and told him. He's the uh, editor at the DA, uh, the student mm-hmm. newspaper at, more, at WVU. I think he does a really good job. Um, I think this new guy, Ethan Bach, is really uh, kind of interesting. That he, he seems real ambitious and uh, really dedicated. Um, I like what he's doing. But honestly, the older guys, um, no. I, don't, <laughs> I can't think of anyone. That, I, I like some of Bob Herzl's old stuff. I mean, I grew up on Bob Herzl. Um, you know, I read him in Times West Virginia and Fairmont, um, growing up. And so I, I kind of like some of his stuff as well. Okay. So, uh, for folks not familiar with Brad, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, I'd be surprised by that. It, like you're getting the vibe and, and I, I know this based on online interactions and that's all I have that, that your interactions with the people you're talking about, um, that cover WVU sports, whether it's blogs, websites, podcasters. I would describe your interactions with those people. Let's just call it a brace of bread. Um, so uh, tell me if I'm if I'm not asking the question in the light you would put it, but wh- why do you have so much open uh, disdain <laughs> besides what you've given me for, for the other people covering WNBU sports? Yeah, I want to shake things up in West Virginia. Um, I think the same, like I said earlier, the same safe stuff has been going on in West Virginia sports media for a long time. And so I want to shake things up and imagine being someone like 
you know, I talked about Mike Zaza and, and Chris Anderson and these other media members. They've been doing the same stuff for a decade. And then I come along and I kind of turn things upside down. And I compare it to like Blockbuster Video. Um, imagine how they felt when Redbox and streaming services came along. Do you think that Blockbuster had anything nice to say about Redbox or streaming services? Of course not. I'm making their business model irrelevant and I'm doing it um, and that hurts their business. So, of course, those people, um, you know, there's 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 a there's jealousy there. And, and it's and it's one sided, Bran. I mean, you would you would agree that you are abrasive right back. I mean, even provoking on your own. Right. Um, I think at the beginning, I was a little bit uh, where I would provoke things. I think honestly, most of the time that I have issues with with media members, at least, um, it's really just responding to them, and then, you know, they they call me out and and whatever. I mean, I don't think honestly that I've gone at any media member or anybody like that. Okay, I mean, I you know, I think people can read and see, and I, I don't think it's just you that makes comments about this stuff in the back and forth. But I, I would have a hard time saying that. I mean, even this week I, I saw something about the subscription model uh, that, that Mike and Chris are doing. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think they said something other than running their promotion for that to be something brought up by, by your, at least your Twitter account. So, I mean, that's, I'm just want to point that out that I, I know it's back and forth, just trying to figure out why, why the back and forth besides competitors and, you know, the people in the media, uh, I'll put that as the media, I don't see a lot of sniping back and forth in that community. Um, and so if you're part of that community and you're saying you're an outsider and, and changing things, I just don't, I don't know why that they're competitors. Everybody's trying to get um, clicks and subscriptions and things like that. Uh, and I just don't see yeah. that vitriol between other people covering WVU sports. Right. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I think that I've I've come in and shook things up a little bit, and I think that um, a lot of people have a problem with the way that I've done things. Um, so let's talk and, about and, the and subscription on, and, model. Oh, go ahead, Brad. Oh, and, and I was just going to say, in the success that I've had, they they don't think that it's fair that I've been successful so quickly. Okay, so specifically to the subscription model, I'm just going based on on that tweet that I just mentioned. Um, and Mike mm-hmm. and Chris, and they're not the only ones that provide a service where they write articles and people pay. I have done that in the past and probably will do that in the future. Um, and that's not something specific to people covering WVU sports. I mean, the athletics business model is subscriptions, New York Times, newspapers, anybody that writes um, a lot of them. And you don't do that. You charge with ad revenue, I'm assuming that mm-hmm. they, there is a subscription model out there. My question to you is, um, what bothers you about that being a business model? You know, you know, um, Josh, it's not that it bothers me so much. I, I think that um, if people want to pay $9.99 a month or whatever they pay for um, these subscription sites, I guess they can do it. I just question why somebody would do it. Um, I. I think, like like I said about Blockbuster earlier, you know, people um, as, when Blockbuster was dying at the end, people were still going in and paying four ninety nine for a video, even though that they could go right outside of the Blockbuster and get it at Redbox for one dollar. Right? Those people still had some kind of attachment. 
what I'm just trying to point out to those people is that there's a better, there's a faster, there's a sexier, there's a better model out there. And so I think it's important for me to kind of show, hey, this 999 service is, is kind of dated. It's, it's old. It's not, it's not the future of, of media in West Virginia. Okay. Um, again, I mean, for me, uh, things that I, uh, we're talking about this blockbuster Netflix model. Netflix provides a service and they charge a fee, correct? I mean, it's like, it's something that if, if I like Mike's work, which I do, and I would like to pay for that, then mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. And I can also consume things that you do, things that, um, that Skyler and other people that cover WVU sports, everybody's got a different model. I feel, I feel like there's, that doesn't make that outdated. I would argue that most people are going to a subscription model, including the references you're making about Blockbuster and Netflix. Like that, that's, that's a subscription model, right? Well, and, and it is, but it, okay. it is a different, it's a, it's a better, it's a better model. It's, um, you can't argue that that Blockbuster is a better model than streaming services, or no. Blockbuster would still, or it would still be around. And so that's what sure. I'm. That's, that's that's the comparison that I'm making. Gotcha. Okay. Um, speaking of that, like, and this is my last thing about something you've tweeted about, like uh, 2020, and this is in pandemic. You said, a, I mean, I'll read the tweet. It says, "Vision Board." <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to own Smoking Musket. Uh, Sports Illustrated WVU and earsports.com in less than a year. I already own them, but I mean own, own them. Please doubt me. Um, and, that, and that's the tweet. So um, where are you at in that process? Is that still a goal of yours to kind of move, the, move these people out of the way and you fill the void of that? Absolutely. I mean, that's always my goal is to is to take over and to have as many clicks as possible. And that's their goal too. They just won't openly admit it like I do. Um, I wouldn't say that I want to own Smoky Musket. It's kind of a dead site at this point. Um, I would like to own, I, I'm, I'm openly jealous of, of the uh, clicks, the free clicks that, um, that 24 set year sports gets on their message board because people go on, they click to read messages, they post messages. I'm jealous of their message board. So I, I've said that openly. Um, but yeah, I was, I, I, I envision buying them at some point. I, I think I will be able to. Okay. Um, and <laughs> you don't, sound, the, you don't, you don't sound like, no, I mean, that's okay. Brad, it's okay. I it's not my vision. Um, <laughs> it's something I, I think that the competition is good and having a lot of people and, uh, I don't know what you're, let's, let's, let's move forward with the plan of you buying these sites and, and then, um, like, do, like you envision like just you covering WVU sports or like, I mean, I, I, my question is, and what the tone of my voice is, what does that, let's say that happens. What does that gain you? I mean, what, I, I think there's enough pie to go around, but I'm, I'm not a business person. So I'm, I might be naive on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to obviously I want to take out my my biggest competitors, and and I I think that that's normal in business is that you want to take out your biggest competitors so that you make more money and that you have more opportunities. So yeah, I think that's a that's a normal thing. Okay, gotcha. Um, so through my limited research and my understanding is that that you don't have press credentials. Is that right? Right. 
All right, so what what are the pros? Because there's got to be pros and cons, but what are the pros and cons of covering WVU sports without having a press credential? Yeah, so when I when I first uh, started covering West Virginia uh, sports, I went I had back and forth with uh, Mike Montoro and you know the communications department, and you know they they had read my website and they think it's you know dangerous for West Virginia sports or that I'm um, too negative or whatever, and so. I really desperately wanted to have credentials at first because I thought it would be a cool thing to have. But honestly, um, I see the credentialed press at West Virginia. And I think that it, it seems to me at least, and I, I don't know if you agree or not, but that they seem to have a certain, um, the West Virginia university has a certain control over the media. Otherwise I just, I, I don't see why the media members don't ask questions that people want to hear the answers to. They ask the same questions over and over again. So I, I, to me, I, I like having the freedom of not having credentials at this point. And I know people that are listening are probably rolling their eyes and saying, yeah, right. Um, he wants credentials. I, I really, honestly, I'm pretty happy covering West Virginia sports from, you know, from the comfort of my home here in Jacksonville. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's, um, and I, I do podcasting. I, I would, I, I don't know. I don't think what I do is cover, uh, I, I'm a fan and I enjoy talking about it into a microphone. Um, I don't, you know, my, my thoughts of like a, a person in the press is to actually have relationships with these people and try to, uh, and with those relationships, try to get information that can be shared by the people who pay attention to this stuff. Right. And so I, to your point about, I, I don't know if it's, the university owning the media, I do see not just with WVU, but across the sports spectrum, this question of do we need the media? You know what I mean? I would say in the last few years, especially uh, in the football program, that there's not a lot of access given to to anybody. Um, and I don't know if that helps the university or not. Um, but, I mean, my one man's opinion, Brad, I feel like that the <laughs> – the question that you that that what that the people are asking, I don't know. That's one side of the equation and the back and forth, right? Like you you can ask the question. I, I wonder what kind of answer you're going to get because I would I would argue that the question's being given while you know describing how you will. Like I I don't I think they're trying to get a question answered without um, messing up a professional relationship and maybe again i I don't live in this world that's just my take on it your thoughts yeah i don't think that they i don't think press should have a personal relationship with our coaches i i think it should be a business relationship right even a even a business relationship i don't think that that's their job their job is to ask the hard questions and to ask the questions that the people that are reading their stuff want to hear and so um I, i just don't you listen to a bob huggins press conference you it literally is the same thing every ever after every game. You know, he blames a couple of players. The players didn't didn't make shots. They threw the ball away. I mean, it, it's never it's never in depth real analysis. And 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 honestly, you know, and I know this is going to be hard for West Virginia fans to hear because they think Bob Huggins, you know, walked on water and deservedly so because he's he's been so successful. But he needs to be held accountable as well. And he's just not being not by anyone. Yeah, I I think it's yeah, that's a tough one, right? I, but it, it's a 
you ask the tough question, Bob Huggins doesn't give you an answer or not the answer you're looking for. And then what? Then you got to ask it. No, right. I keep asking it. I, no, I, sure. I, and, 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 I, and, I, and I demand it. As a, as, a, as a media member, that's what they should be demanding. Um, I, the, the time that Huggins, um, uh, just to go back a little bit, that uh, he, I hated how he handled the Oscar Shibway situation. And um, when he called Oscar Shibway a so-called All-American, it was embarrassing. It was disappointing. And nobody even said anything about it. It was just like, I mean, this guy, this kid, Earned his, uh, earned uh, high school all American and McDonald's all American, and Hudson's is acting like he's a so called all American. He's not a so called all American. He's an all American, and it's it, it's just disappointing that nobody can call out Bob Huggins for when he says something or does something that's really embarrassing. Right. Yeah, and yeah. that and well, and there's five guys on the roster, so there's a lot going on <laughs> in the in the yeah. basketball program for sure. Um, well, and, and I would like to know, like, hey, Huggins, why why do you think that these players are transferring? I mean, Isaiah Cottrell and and Jalen Bridges and Sean McNeil, why did those guys transfer? That's a that's a that's a normal question that any media member should ask. Nobody's going to ask. We'll never know the answer to it. And it's it's frustrating as a as a fan. It's frustrating for me, and it's definitely frustrating for West Virginians. Sure, yeah, uh, and it's I don't know what kind of answer you get. I think you still people right like uh, Sean McNeil knows why he's leaving, and these other guys do. I mean, and they've spoke a little bit about it. Uh, I think I think questions around that kind of idea are getting answered with uh, for Huggins. It's like. Uh, I'm not comfortable with this. This is, a, I mean, I feel like there he's, and it's not a direct question, but I, I got a feel for that. Huggins is not used to this new landscape. Um, so, but I don't know if I'm, we're going to get the answers would be my point, but it's fair to, it's fair for your comment of ask that question and see what kind of answer you get. I think that's fair. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I think you're ahead, right. Brad. And I think you're right about him not being comfortable, in, you know, at, with this current landscape. Um, I wonder what his sales pitch to recruits are now. I mean, I don't think anyone cares about coming to play for 1.8 million people in a state that they don't really know anything about. Um, I don't think anybody wants tough love. Um, and that's just the reality. Um, you know, our practice facility is, is nice enough, it's, but it's, you know, it's 10 years old now and other schools have caught up. So I just wonder why a talented recruit would come to West Virginia. Do you think Brad Huggins has one more fix in him at WVU? Of course. I always, I, I, I always believe in Bob Huggins. I always believe he's the ultimate competitor. Um, and I know he'll, he'll do everything he possibly can. Having said that, I mean, the roster is a mess. It's I, a blank I, slate, I right? <laughs> it's yeah. A, it's a blank. And, and the people that he's going out to, tra- to recruit – I don't know that they're going to, even if he gets all these Juco players that he wants, they're still not going to compete with Kansas and Baylor and Texas Tech and all these other uh, play, uh, teams in the Big 12. So I just, I, I don't know what he has up his sleeve. I, if there was anyone that I would trust to do it, it'd be Bob Huggins. I don't think that he can, though. Yeah, it's... Um... He's got well. Speaking of sales pitch, he's going to get to work on it, right? Or he probably is getting some uh, reps right now on the sales pitch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last question, Brad. And I appreciate your time. And this is the most important question: 
Brad, is it all about the clicks? Okay, so <laughs> well, for, can I can I can I be honest with you? To me sure. and to to everyone that is doing this, I believe full, wholeheartedly that yes, it is ultimately all about the clicks for all for everyone for all the people that we've mentioned as uh, during you know during our time together. I, I believe it ultimately is for clicks. Now, I I can understand why people say that the stuff that I do is clickbait. But I want you to imagine, Josh, that um, people, you know, with Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all of these different things, scrolling through and getting someone to actually stop and click on an article and read an article in today's world is very difficult. And so when you you have to you have to make it sexy, you have to make it interesting. And if you don't, then you fail. And and I think that's you know, a lot of these, my, a lot of the people that I'm, a lot of the uh, other media outlets, you know, they're still kind of stuck on, you know, being, um, I don't know, they, they, they don't want to, to have like clickbaity articles, but honestly, you have to. So yeah, so yeah, so to answer your question, absolutely, yes, uh, clicks are the most important thing to me. Um, and I will say this, Josh, to everyone else as well. Okay, fantastic. All right, Brad Smith, enjoyed the conversation. Thank you for joining me on Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Appreciate it, Josh. Thanks, man. Let's go Mountaineers. Interact with the show. That just means interact with me on social media, on Twitter at I'm Josh Witt, on Instagram at Unreasonable Doubt WV. On the Facebook at Unreasonable Doubt WV, or just type it in the search bar. Interact! Big thanks to Brad for joining me on the podcast. You can find his website, voiceofmotown.com. Facebook, he's there. Twitter, he's there. Instagram, he's there. Just search for the voice of Morgantown. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Overcast Podcasts, CastBox. Rate the podcast five stars. Leave a review. Those are things that help the podcast. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2021-2022 season. They were 16 and 17.